Okay, so let's continue our quest on the journey through Hilchas Boyre B'Siyadu Dishvaya. So we uh, left off yesterday, I don't even remember what we left off with, but whatever it was, it was something to do with Boyre, that I remember. Uh, exactly the story I don't know, you remind me. But I want to get into something else today, Be'ez HaShem. I want to talk now off the sugya of peels, which we definitely did yesterday. We spoke about peels, right? Don't be, we spoke about peels. Peels being a special exception to the rule of boira and the fact that I'm allowed to remove the peel, which I do not want, from the fruit which I do want, which is be'etzem, soiles, metoich oichel. But they allowed it because it's e'ev she'be'inyan acher. So now the kasha is, let's move on. Let's leave out peels. What about pits? What about seeds? What about items that are embedded within fruit or even vegetables? Are you, are, does that have the same din as a peel? Can that be removed because it's Iyav Shebinyanacha? That's the normal way of eating. Or is that different because it's not the way to get inside? By, a, um, by appeal, Ilan, I could say, there's no way of me getting into the banana in a normal way other than opening the banana by peeling the peel off. Whereas a seed, you cannot say there's no way of eating it without getting rid of the seed first. There is a way of eating it. The shal is if that's the derech achilo or not. So that's really the tut stadim that you have when it comes to pits and seeds, how they differ from peels. Let's talk about la locha la So the primigodim wants the taina. The primigodim says that um, a pit... And something similar to that, for example, you have an avocado, or you have a peach, you have somewhere with it, you open it up and you've got a big, you know, a big stone, a big pit inside over there. According to that, according to Primagodim, it's the same thing as a peel, which means its removal is the same thing as peeling a regular fruit or vegetable in order to get to the fruit and is going to be mutta. And of course, it has to be done somach la just like peeling has to be done close to the time of eating. So to removing the pit of the avocado has to also be taken somach la chila before eating it. By the way, um, just because we mentioned avocado, if it's a gavaldige shayla, I'll ask the oilam, this shayla. Okay, this, this was a maise shahaya, happened here, and then somebody called me with this shayla. This was Erev Shabbos, and this was a maise shahaya that happened in Kiryat Sefer. Okay, true maise, Rabbi Sai, true maise. Listen to this, it's amazing. Amazing, amazing maise. A, a lady was, was uh, very, very close to giving birth, and she, Kenaina Hora, had a house full of children over there. So she was about to go to the hospital, to go uh, with her, with her mother, whatever it was, her mother-in-law, whatever it was going, she was accompanied with someone, and she says to her husband, listen, somebody's going to look after the kids, you know, we've got no one to look after the kids, we've got young kids at home, you stay behind and look after the kids, because, you know, obviously we need someone at home doing so, say that. But they had the following halachic shayla, right, this is what enters your head. The problem is, what happens if they have a baby boy, mamish, mamish, close to shkia? Okay, let's not get involved in Hilchus, you know, Shalom Zachas, and I don't know, but there's a prima godim, a koponim, that it could be they have to make a Shalom Zachar when it was born, even by Shkia, whatever. But the problem is, how's the husband going to know to make the Shalom Zachar in Kirit Sefer at home? You know, he'll make it for the few families, for the neighbors, for the shul, whatever. How's he going to know about it? Because it's obviously after Shkia, you're not going to start calling, you know, to Yiddish hospital, you didn't over there, you're not going to start calling him, he's not going to pick up the phone, it's not a gay. So how's he going to know? Rabbi Sai, listen to the eight that they had. Maisa Shahoya. Maisa Shahoya. The woman said, Echobe Eitzah. What's the Eitzah? Kiyadua, everyone knows, Kiyadua, that when you take out the avocado pit from the avocado, it starts to turn brown. But if you leave it in, it remains green. It keeps its freshness. So they had the following eight up. 
Okay, here's the Eitzah. The Eitzah was, they're going to cut the avocado in half, and apparently it works for the other half also. I have never checked this one. Don't try this one at home. I never checked this one at home, but you could try this one. So the husband in Kiret Sefer is going to keep half of the avocado by him. The woman is going to take with her to the hospital the half with a pit. If it's a baby boy, she's going to take, or she's going to ask someone, whatever it is, like one of the Goyish Arabs over there, to take out the pit. And if you take out the pit, then the avocado is going to go brown. If he's in Kirit Sefer, it's going to go brown. Ah, it's a baby boy. He's going to make a Shalom Zacha. The Shalom was, are they allowed to even do that on Shabbos? That's a Shalom. Darkeamari. Anyway, I just had to mention that Misa. I posted out to mention that Misa. Because that was the Gavaldi of Misa. Shimon, you go there all the time. It's a beautiful place. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, really? Okay, fine. Um, where are we? Okay, says the Prima Gaudium. Taking a pit out is like a peel. And therefore, it can be done. Somach Lesuda. You want to make an avocado, you want to make whatever it is. Take out the pit from the peach or whatever. And Somach Lesuda. And you're going to be good over there. Comes along the Chazanish. And the Chazanish says, no. Cannot be done. Why? Because he says a very simple svara. By appeal, I understand. The only way to get inside is to peel it. When it comes over here, that's not the only way to get inside the avocado. You cut the avocado in half and you can eat it very well without having to take out the pit. So the Chazanish said the way to do it is, is to hold the pit, hold the avocado, and remove, pull the avocado from the pit or the peach, whatever it is that you're taking, so that you're holding the one. The one that's moving is the nivra, as we've said many times. You're holding the one still, that's the pit that I don't want. Mainly you're taking the good guy from the bad guy, and that would be okay. And the Maish Shmir Shabbos says a person should go with Shita's Chazanish when it comes to that Shita over there. So therefore, if you can eat the fruit normally by going around the pit, that is the thing that a person should do, right? If, for example, the pit cannot be removed in that way before eating, so for example, you're cutting it for a salad, you can't, you know, eat around it because you want to cut it up for a salad or something else like that, or for example, you're checking it for bugs or something similar to that, then in the Hanami, the Mishnah says, you can be makel and remove it, samuch la'achila, by taking the pit itself, and you can be so that it's considered to be like a peel. Moving on to what happens if it's not one pit, but it's a whole bunch of different seeds. For example, a watermelon or cantaloupe, melon, anything similar to that, that has all different types of seeds in different places. So we'll go one by one. When you have a watermelon, what is the din with that? The best way to do it, the best way to do it, the most chatchil on Shabbos Kodesh, is to put the piece in your mouth, and any pits, the black seeds that you don't want to eat, you take the spit them out afterwards. If you do something not nice, okay. But obviously we're talking about a case where no one's going to be disgusted by it, where it can be done nicely, but that's the best way to go with Shabbos Kodesh. There is... Oh, there's a Benish Chai, a Merdiger Benish Chai. The Benish Chai says you can shake it. Interesting why, how he learns Pshat that way. But he says you can shake the watermelon in that way to remove any seeds. And he says especially when you're doing it for a kid, for example, you want to give a piece of watermelon for a kid, you can't expect him to eat the pits and spit them out. It's not, it's not the girl, an elderly person or something similar to that. So then the Benish Chai says for sure you can give it a shake in that case. But that's only a situation like a watermelon. If you're dealing with, for example, a cantaloupe or a melon where you open it in half, and you've got a whole path, you know, you've got a whole hole full of all the seeds. So then like this, there's no boira in that case. Why is there no boira? How are you telling me that the seeds in the middle, right, which is one big clump, is mixed with the fruit of the melon? It's not. And if I could take a spoon, I could just, you know, scoop the whole thing out, 
No problem. It's not taking bad guy from good guy because there's no boy with it, there's no tarot, there's no mixture. The made of it's mutter. However, the problem is at the end of that, some of you are left with a couple of them. So the chanamis, that's going to be the same thing as what we said about the watermelon that really you should put it in your mouth. If you can't because you're giving it to a baby or an elderly person, then there would be a mocha to be making over there. One last halakha, I'll both say it's late, is if you are checking things for bugs, which again, I don't know anything about Yodis and Pei Gimel, the halachas of Toloyim, you have to learn those halachas yourself. But Al Kaponim, there's a famous Archashulchan over there in Yodis. Whatever that means when you open your mouth, bugs are flying in. So you have to know what you have to check. What you don't have to check, you have to look. There's a slideshow on Torah anytime you can look it up with all the halachas of, uh, you know, I think we did it before too, which normally do it, right? All the halachas of checking the bugs. But let's say, for example, there's a shaila of bugs on lettuce, right? And you want to go along and check the lettuce and you want to take out the bugs. So it really depends if it's a small bug. Again, bugs could be mukta also, but it's also grab shere, so it's, so it's disgusting, so therefore it's mukta to remove. Al-Kaponim, if it's a large bug and you're removing it from the lettuce, the large bug is not considered to be mixed with the lettuce, and therefore it's be mutta. Whereas if it's a small little bug, a tiny little thing that is mixed with the lettuce, and therefore the answer would be to take it together with some of the leaf around it. In that case, one last halacha rabbi said for the olam is washing fruit on Shabbos Kodesh, fruit or vegetables that is dirty, not stam washing for hygiene purposes, washing because it's actually dirty. In that case, there's enough gamina, this is often a gemara, this rabbi said, is to take the bunch of grapes or whatever it is that you're washing, Strawberries, by the way, I don't know, we're going to have to, it's a whole different sugi, Rabbi Say. Strawberries, I don't know how many Yisurim a person can be over if he doesn't check strawberries properly. Shemirachah, how many, how many Yisurim he can be over by eating strawberries. It's kafela chazach. But a person has to know, even regular fruits that are dirty, to dunk them into a utensil of water is a problem of boi rebekli. the water is being used as a kli to remove the bad guy from the good guy. Whereas if you put it under the faucet, you put it under the tap, that is already a different situation in that case. And if it's dirty, then there's a mock-up to be makele and wash dirty fruit over there. Next week we're going to be finishing. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.